Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show and it's the last one for the month of April 2022 as we welcome the boys of Thunder Roar all the way from Canada. The album has released their debut album, Fire It Up. This and a whole lot more coming up next right here on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go fly. Econ, or go fly. GNC, we're going. Tell me, go. Control, go. Go, go. Go, go. FAO, we are go. Network, go. Covering, go. Capcom, we're go fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on the program. Make sure that you follow us on our socials. That's at The Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media, both on Instagram, Facebook. And you can check our interviews on our YouTube channel. That's our Roman 0201. That's on the YouTube channel. But you can always go live. At our website, theromanshow.com. Very easy to find. You type in the, the name there, theromanshow.com, and it'll take you to all of our previous episodes and all that good stuff that we have available on the program. Well, this week, just a few, we're going to be welcoming the boys of Thunder Roar. They feature members of Skull Fist and uh, Opirus and X Annihilator. Now, the band has released their debut album, Fire It Up. Back in February, we spoke to these boys a few few weeks ago. Either way, the album is a fresh take on NWOTHM with 80s synthesis, piano, and going hits. It's uh, pretty much, if you're into uh, Skullfish, Saxon, and Judas Priest, then this is the music that you need to listen to. And they will be on tour heading to Mexico in June. So, para todos los mexicanos, if you guys are listening... Head on over to Circo Volador and Café Iguana in Mexico City and Monterrey, where Thunder Roar will be performing. All right, before we welcome the boys, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of sports. Starting with Tyson Fury, what an amazing knockout this man had. Uh, quite amazing. He had the walkout uppercut knockout from Tyson Fury who has stated after his bout that potentially this might be his last time inside the boxing ring as he knocked out Dylan White in fashion with an uppercut but soon after Francis current UFC heavyweight champion walked in and we've known that Francis Ngannou has wanted to basically test the waters in boxing and I I think if any of the MMA fighters transitioning to mixed martial arts into boxing Francis Ngannou could have a good opportunity here of course he has to work on it we all know the different type of stance the cardio level in in my opinion in boxing could go a little longer Uh, in MMA remember we can go to the ground just different different levels to the sport uh, so you're able, the rest time is there 
in boxing and heavyweight, it, it could be, Tyson Fury has great cardio. I mean, let's face it. Uh, but but it'd be a fun fight. It'd be a fun fight to watch these two. Per, so perhaps maybe before Fury actually retires, this is the fight to make between Francis and Gano. And they were both in the boxing ring right after Fury's Fury's uh, victory. I'm sure that the money is there. I'm sure the people want it. Fury will give it to us. I mean, I, I know he's he wants to just go out to the sunset already, but let's face it. I mean, he probably has a good one or two left in him. And then another name that has been brought up is Drew McIntyre of the WWE. If you remember, Tyson Fury did make an appearance in the WWE squared ring that was back in Saudi Arabia. And, and that right there, my friends, that one is a, uh, a pretty nice bout to have in professional wrestling between Drew McIntyre and Tyson Fury. Tyson, great on the mic. Drew McIntyre, we don't have to say anything. And to have it in the stadium... If you, if you recall, there has been uh, the announcement that uh, the WWE will be returning to Wembley Stadium for a massive show in June. So it would be only fitting that this were to happen. It's, it's the right place. Uh, let's just face it. It is a right place. And it's going to be on September 3rd. Uh, but why not? I, I think it'd be it'd be pretty quite amazing to have uh, a, a match like this. I understand that the tickets went on sale and they sold out pretty much quite rather fast. Uh, and this is going to be in Cardiff in the United Kingdom in September when the WWE returns for a big major pay-per-view. The money is there, guys. It's plenty of time for Tyson Fury to get back on the horse and train for professional wrestling. So I would not be surprised. He even mentioned perhaps even SummerSlam. So why not tease it in SummerSlam. Uh, and then have uh, that big match uh, in England uh, in September. Excuse me while I enjoy my uh, bulletproof coffee here. Switching gears now. Uh, listen, I want you to invite you guys every Friday night. 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Combate Global on Paramount Plus and if you're listening outside of the United States there's several channels such as Fox Sports in Australia Eurosports in Europe uh, let's see in Mexico you got TUDN MX so many opportunities for you to watch Combate Global and you can do that and the matches there the fights the fighters it's really different than what you are used to seeing more fast-paced knockouts are, are are pretty prevalent in how to set up the cage. They call it la jaula in Spanish. Uh, so I invite you guys every single Friday, 10:30 p.m. Eastern Time. If not, check your local listings. Combate Global, great action. We saw a great performance from Christian Puas Perez against Sebastian Santana Guedes, all the way from Spain, and. Perez just put out a clinic, a jiu-jitsu clinic. No matter what Geddes did, Perez would bring it right back and get the hands on the wheel to control the match on the floor. I mean, it, this guy is just too good. He is the pure definition of a an artist in, in jiu-jitsu game. Great stuff from the young Mexican, only 22 years old, and already pretty much a poster child of Combate Global. Who 
is itching to get a, a rematch against the only person who gave him a loss, and that's Enrique Gonzalez. But to his credit, that loss came in a tournament. So this man took on two men prior to leading to the finals in a 15-round bout. I think things will be a lot different if Perez were to have an actual full camp and focus on one competitor instead of three. We'd have to wait and see. I'm sure that that bout is potentially in the future in 2022. And there will be a lot of hype between those two coming in inside La Habla. Alright guys. Um, let's go ahead and welcome now Thunder Roar on the Roman Show. They have released their latest Fire It Up. It's their debut album. Make sure you check it out on your favorite streaming service. As we welcome the boys of Thunder Roar all the way from Canada. Alright, welcome back everyone to the Roman Show. And on the line, we have JJ all the way from Canada of the band Thunder Roar. And uh, JJ, thanks so much for your time to speak to us. Uh, just like you, many bands came out of the pandemic. Uh, they started writing music and started getting together and started going on a different route. And, and for you, JJ, is it's, it's no difference there. But you've taken on another role, something that you've been wanting to do and you finally have done. So welcome to the Roman Show. And let's talk about Thunder Roar. Yeah, thanks, Rodolfo. It's my pleasure to be here. So the, the first up here, you got Fire It Up is the, the latest hit, the single that you guys dropped uh, that's fuming right now. Uh, you are an 80s uh, uh, fused band. And I, I meant to ask you this because I've, I've interviewed a couple of bands and it seems that the 80s band bands uh, are coming back or new bands are performing 80s themed rock hair metal. I, what, where do you think that this trend is coming from? Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, I think in recent years, there's definitely been uh, a, like an uprising of 80s uh, music and 80s uh, style uh, coming back up again. Uh, I've, I've noticed it in a lot of bands. I mean, it's uh, you can see some heavy metal bands are, are doing it. Um, like I'm thinking of like the, the latest Striker mm-hmm. um, single is very like heavy 80s people are starting to bring back keyboards which I love because I'm a huge fan of keyboards and synth um, so I really uh, I really dig that um, but uh, I think it was kind of a I mean from my perspective I think it, the synth wave movement had kind of something to do with it um, which was like, I don't know, I guess five years ago now or something. But I think that kind of got people into like thinking, oh, yeah, the 80s thing is cool. You know, like the Kung Fury um, movie and stuff like that. Um, I think it's like really making people be like, oh, yeah, like the 80s stuff is cool. Like you look at the new uh, Reckless Love um, single and album that, that's coming out is very like 80s heavy like Miami Vice uh, style um, same with the the latest Heat stuff I think they're, they're uh, from yeah. Sweden yeah. Um, yeah so yeah I, I think there's, there's definitely some kind of movement there and uh, yeah as a, as a big fan of, of the 80s and like the, 
the actual music that was made in those years. I'm like, I'm loving it right now. Yeah, heck, you could even go into sports. Uh, you know, we're down here in, in Miami, Miami Heat. They they had a retro uh, jerseys. They had that Miami Vice type of feel to it. Uh, I don't know. Could, could it be something that the, the 80s just brought smiles, you know, brought happiness again? Maybe that's why metal's taking on that course. Because for a moment, it was more of the metalcore, the aggression, the screaming, the yellow, yeah. yelling. But now it's, it's kind of tamed down. Yeah, I mean, uh, if, I mean, you've if you've heard the Thunderer record, yeah. you'll you'll notice it's a very uplifting kind of mood. Uh, the melodies are kind of like uh, there's a lot of major stuff, so it's very like uh, kind of happy sounding. Um, and yeah, I, I I really dig that. I think uh, it, it's a cool um, element to bring to to heavy metal. Is uh, kind of like a, a happier vibe to it. Like I'm, I'm thinking of like you know, old Van Halen, mm-hmm. uh, Toto, and uh, and stuff like that. Like had had that type of vibe. So uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess everything comes back. Uh, you know, maybe I guess it's time for the '80s to uh, shine again. <laughs> Crazy, huh? Even with just with 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 with, uh, with clothing, we we always see it recycle itself. So you were part of the band Skull Fist, and you brought along other members as well to create Thunder Roar. Uh, but but something about you is that you were the drummer, but you you've been wanting to to sing. Uh, so uh, I'm sure that this opportunity came for you during the pandemic. But but tell us how that all came about and said, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna go my route. Uh, I'm gonna go this way. I'm gonna start fresh and clean. And of course, there's some consequences. There's some positive, some negative about it. But how how did that all come about? Yeah. So I'm I'm actually still drumming in Sculpit. Oh. oh. Uh, and it, but funny enough, that that was um, the big motivator for me was that uh, uh, Zach, the uh, the singer for Sculpist, was has always been on my case about learning how to sing so that I could do the backups in Sculpist. And um, it was something that I was always kind of putting off. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. And I would kind of start practicing, but then I, w- I would get discouraged and, and put it off again. Uh, so I, it really uh, it really started with me making a conscious decision that I was gonna, um, I was gonna learn how to sing and, and do it properly and put in the time that I needed to. So that, that was the initial spark for me um, to do that. And then in the process of doing that, I just kind of started to develop the idea that it would be really cool to just to front my own band and, uh, and, and develop my singing that way. And plus I wanted to do songwriting. Uh, so that was a, a, another motivator for me. It just seemed like the right time. And then, and then during the pandemic, there was a lot of downtime. We had a lot of tours uh, get pushed back or canceled. So, uh, yeah, everything just seemed to line up for me. Um, and, and, yeah, now I'm, I'm very happy that I did. It's, uh, very stoked on it. And I'm very happy that uh, Johnny uh, Nesta was on board with the project with me because we we played together for so long in Skullfist. Uh, so it, it's great to have him on board and we wrote these, these cool songs together and we're feeling really good about it. So how, how do you go ahead and transition after using or playing? For, you got the baby there? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually my cat. Ah, your cat, okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a baby there. I'm like, oh, I feel, I feel the... the 
I feel you, the, the struggles. I know how it no, is. No, 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 no. He, he <laughs> but, whines like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> but how, so how do you get accustomed? Because you're so used to performing with the drumming on, on one side of the band and then kind of flip your switch in your mind and say, now I got to put that aside and I just got to focus on the singing. So how much time, how much uh, effort it, it, take, it took for you to, to learn and practice and singing and, and balance, right? Because you have to balance. You still got Skullfist and then you got the new band. So how do you how do you play along the timing with that? Yeah, well, it, it, was, a, it was a big challenge in the beginning because I was learning to sing from scratch pretty much. Uh, but from the get-go, I made it a point to practice singing while drumming also because I realized that okay if I'm going to do the backups and skull fist um, it's necessary for me to uh, to be able to do them while I'm, I'm drumming right so uh, yeah from the get-go I made it a point to uh, to, to sing and uh, practice the drums so yeah now I, now I got it down it's, it's like anything you just got to put in the time you know like uh, as a drummer you kind of you kind of have naturally good independence in the brain anyway. So, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, singing and, and strumming an acoustic guitar, right? Like, at first it's kind of weird, but then you, you get the hang of it and you get that separation happening. So, yeah, now over time I, I can do it no problem. And, uh, and yeah, as far as juggling bands, I've always kind of, I've always had multiple projects on the go. So it's nothing really new to me there. It's just a matter of like juggling tour schedules uh, when they get going. Obviously, that hasn't been a problem over these last two years because there's been there's been nothing going on, right? But uh, yeah, I like to stay busy, so uh, I, I don't think it'll be a, a problem. So fired up is a new record, and it drops this month. What what can fans anticipate uh, from this music? And of course, fired up is the the, the single there. Uh, but but is there another particular song that the fans should really keep a close ear on and, and why? Yeah, so we've got two singles out already. Uh, like yep. you said, the, the latest one is the title track, Fire It Up. Yep. Uh, we've actually got w one more video that is going to drop next week uh, for the song Dangerous Times. Um, it's a very cool track. It, it's very different than the rest of the record. It's very piano heavy and very 80s. Uh, we've got a super cool video to go along with it. So, like we're on a yacht, and uh, there's a guitar, and we're we're out in the sea, and it's, it's really cool. Um, so, uh, I hope people will check that out. That actually drops the day before the album comes out. So, uh, yeah, next day, the uh, February 25th is when the record drops, and. Yeah, I mean, if uh, if you dig the the first couple singles, I, I think fans will dig the rest of the record. There's a, a good balance of like some fast tunes and also like the catchier tunes. Uh, good amount of guitar solos, lots of synth. Uh, so I think for fans of Skullfist and uh, just fans of like '80s heavy metal, uh, should dig it. <laughs> And what about the concerts? I know Canada still has a lot of uh, restraints as far as, you know, with, with the public gatherings and things like that. But but what's in the future here? Are you going to go on tour with this record? Are you going to go back with, 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 with Skullfist? Or what's the plan? Yeah, so uh, things are starting to open up here. It's um, it, it depends on the province. So mm -hmm. we're in Ontario and... Uh, Apparently March 1st is when uh, a whole bunch of stuff is getting lifted. 
Um, so concerts are going to be able to happen again uh, at full capacity and all that. So we've uh, we've actually got a show, uh, a big show, booked here in Toronto on March 5th. Um, and that's going to be our album release party. So we're really stoked about that. It, it's going to happen a week after uh, the record has been out, but that was the best we could do, you know, because of the restrictions and everything. Um, and then we've got uh, a European tour that uh, was supposed to happen in March, but it's being rescheduled for June right now. And that's with um, another Canadian band called Traveler. Uh, so yeah, that's it. we're hoping to be able to announce that uh, very soon. They're just finalizing the the rescheduled dates, um, and then we've got a couple shows uh, with Udo on his uh, Mexico dates of his South America tour. So uh, that got also in June. Uh, those shows were supposed to happen in January, then they got pushed back to June also. So uh, yeah, we're stoked about that. Hoping to do some Canadian dates. In, in September and uh, for the US we definitely want to hit it uh, we don't have anything secured yet but uh, yeah we're, we're planning to go hard to push this album and so and we want to hit everywhere uh, like do a, a proper album cycle with it well, JJ, I want to thank you for your time and looking forward to perhaps seeing you out here in the states uh, we're in Florida so I know you guys are always cold up there so we could uh, enjoy some of yeah. our warm weather <laughs> Uh, but uh, we'd love to have you down here and everybody check out Fire It Up dropping on the 25th of this month of February. JG, thanks so much for your time, man, and hope to see you on the stage here very, very soon. Thanks again, guys, for joining us here on the program. And great stuff coming out of there they got that 80s sound which we have seen many bands have they're trying to perform this type of way and and they're the, the people are there people like it i myself i, I like airborne uh, they're very 80 ish i'm sure you heard some of their music that appeared on uh cobra kai and so many other great bands that uh even though the 80s are way past us the music still lives on as new bands have taken on the role to perform with that sound and it's just it's a different type of vibe more happy feeling uh and thunder roar is just one of those bands that is keeping that sound alive switching gears to new metal lincoln park uh mike shinoda was on twitch and basically he just wanted to come out clean you know what's the what's the future for lincoln park uh are we gonna have new music are we gonna have performances are we gonna be touring what, what's gonna happen here well and this is pretty much straight from the horse's mouth shinoda basically said the only lincoln park news i have for you is that yeah we talk every few weeks i talk to the guys or some of the guys he said and there's no tours no music no albums in the pipeline Okay, so let me just tell you that. So just keep in your mind that this is not happening. I'm just going to say that much for now. I say that because anytime the band says anything or does anything, every everyone tries to start up the hype train. And we're like, no, don't start up the hype train. You're going to disappoint yourself. Don't do that. Uh, of course, the loss of the former frontman Chester Bennington was a huge hit to the band 
have not seen them perform or heard live since October 2017 when the band held a tribute concert and had many individuals from the rock community perform some of Linkin Park's greatest hits. Uh, it's sad. I, I, I'm not giving up. I'm sure that we'll see them down the line. Um, I'm sure maybe Chester would have wanted that uh, to continue the music of Linkin Park, which still lives on. When? It's just a matter of time, I would say. Let them still grieve uh, for their man. And uh, listen, uh, it's they, they were a family, and, and to go out there and perform without Chester, I'm sure it's not the same. So it's something that they're going to have to live with. And a different approach. Uh, so we're just going to have to wait and see to see what the future of Linkin Park holds for us fans. With that said, thanks so very much again. Check us out every single Friday, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Combate Global. Do not miss it, guys. Great action. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm being serious about this. And also in the folks for in Español, en Univision, en Madrugada, todos All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you right here next week on The Roman Show. You have not, you have heard. Cheers, everyone.